104.3. The home of SAFM in Rustenburg. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Half past eight on SFM. Thank you for staying with us. Uh, joining us on the line, Archbishop Emeritus Mfundisi Njongo Kulundungane. Mfundisi Mkulu, good evening. Thank you for joining us. Good evening, but can you raise your voice because I can't hear. I'm hard of hearing down here. Uh, thank you. We'll, we'll do, Mfundisi. Are you well? I am fine, except I'm recovering from my trip from the U.S. Yeah, we hope we wish you a speedy recovery. You were at the United Nations Summit for the adoption of the post-2015 development agenda. Can you break down for us what you said there? I was indeed there. It was a great moment. And I think that uh, the world leaders adopted the sustainable development goals, which is a comprehensive framework that will alter the face of the world insofar as development is concerned. The goals and targets that have been set are supremely ambitious and transformative. Mm. And the joy is that uh, Africa's civil society for the past two to three years have been part of this process in terms of arriving at its goals and targets. What's the progress uh, from the African government's funders? I think that one of the things that's been very encouraging is that uh, in this build-up to uh, September 2015, there's been a lot of cooperation between African governments and civil society. And I think that we as civil society have been very much uh, encouraged by this uh, working uh, relationship, which in fact augurs well for the greatest task, uh, which is the implementation of the goals. Mm, because obviously the, post, the, the, the Millennium Development Goals come to an end this year, and the next 15 we're looking at the Sustainable Development Goals. Of course, this is a success out of the Millennium Development Goals that the world leaders uh, adopted this, and in fact, I think what is a hopeful sign is that uh, world leaders uh, recognize that something needs to be done, uh, even if sometimes they fail to deliver. And I think that the work starts now for us to work on the implementation, and I think that African Monitor, which I founded, of which I'm president, which has been the secretariat of Africa's civil service organization working group. We have a task in carrying on this momentum, working with governments to see to the implementation uh, of uh, the uh, sustainable development goals in line, of course, with Africa's Agenda 2063. Hmm. Now, the Millennium Goals were less than the Sustainable Goals. Do you think they'll be achievable in time? Of course, it's possible. I'm an optimist. And I think that from our perspective as African Monitor and as civil society, we have got to stiffen our spines uh, in pushing governments to set aside the sources for the... Uh, uh, implementation of the SGD, uh, SG, S, S, uh, 
circles develop an agenda and ensuring that they are in line with what uh, the African Union has said about in terms of the 2063 agenda. And I think that uh, it's all possible and uh, from what um, uh, I've experienced in, in the build-up to the uh, 2015 uh, Sustainable Development is that people have uh, participated in this and wish for a successful implementation of the SGB agenda. This will lead to a flourishing Africa. Uh, so many people uh, have dreamt uh, of this ideal of a prosperous Africa and have lived and died for it. Mm. And in fact, uh, as a young man in my early 20s on Robin Island, uh, I dreamt of a liberated Africa where all the children of Africa have got access to what is basic for human living, access to clean water, um, health care, education, shelter, and so on and so forth. And all these are captured uh, in the Sustainable Development Goals. And I think we owe it to our children and our children's uh, children to make this happen. Let us not dare uh, to fail them. Well, you spoke about uh, governments becoming citizen-centric. Tell us more. Sorry? You, you spoke about governments becoming citizen-centric. I did. I, you know... Uh, my fundamental belief is that development is for people, with people, and by people. And I think that it's the time that uh, the mindset on development is changed. Because so often uh, the model that is understood about development is a top-down approach. Uh, with tokenistic involvement of citizens, marginalization of grassroots communities, and citizens in their own development. Accountability, what happens is that governments tend to be accountable to donors and the political class, as opposed to accountability uh, to people. And the notion that Africa's poor and grassroots communities need to be developed with nothing must contribute to development. And my experience is that uh, with the poverty hearings that we have con 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 conducted here in this country and uh, in the African continent, people always tell us that what we need is to give us the resources to out, to eke out our own existence. So people have got to be part of the development from inception, uh, from implementation, and to the end. Uh, do you believe now, Mufunisa, that there is a renewed commitment to the goals, as it were, by the governments after your trip? I think so. I think that there are some interesting uh, it's, for instance, a statement made by President Kagame uh, at the Ministers of Finance meeting in March 2015. He said that it's not everything that needs money.
There are some things we can do that do not require extensive resources to make a difference. Issues such as tapping uh, into community capital as well as realigning expenditures with expectations and demands of communities are crucial uh, to cloud in private and public capital. And I have always said uh, that we need to get serious about the recovery of our indigenous knowledge and African traditions of how to survive as communities and how to prosper as innovators and traders. In other ways, uh, there is some latent talent in us and my experience in poverty hearings where mm. you've seen uh, communities blossom out of nothing indicates that there's a lot on the ground for us to benefit from the latent knowledge that's there with the people. It's uh, coming up to 20 minutes to 9 on SFM, South Africa's News and Information Leader. We're chatting to the Archbishop Emeritus of Cape Town and President of uh, African Monitor, Umfundisi Unjongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongongong
And he said, why can't we get it? And, and, and therefore, there is that possibility. And if you think that 60% uh, of the people of our continent depend on agriculture and mainly led by women, there is a possibility there. I think that we need uh, to be open to this. And, and I think that the other speaker mentioned the whole question of intra-Africa uh, trade. And I think that what was emphasized there is that governments need to relax uh, the laws that make it difficult for us to do business within Africa and, and, and make these things possible. And then another speaker talked about the need for us to harness the creativity uh, and the dynamism of youth because we are a young continent. Uh, over 60% of our people are young people. Uh, and at African Monitor, we had a campaign, a mobile youth campaign, where young people are committed and dedicated uh, to moving Africa forward. Uh, they've got ideas and they want uh, the openings. We've got the diaspora who says they want to come back and uh, 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 give back to uh, their contribution to our continent. So there are possibilities in terms of uh, fulfilling the dream of a flourishing Africa and a rising Africa, let's dare not fail this time. And let's uh, embark on working together in terms of the realization of the uh, sustainable development goals and align them with Africa's Agenda 2063, which will result in a flourishing Africa. Mfudis, you're working very hard I hope you'll be able to take care of yourself Get some much needed rest Because goodness me, you've been very busy Aha Which is, It's actually exciting Because you know uh, Some of us have dreamt About these things A long time ago I recall when I was on Robin Island Lying on a cement floor where I dreamt of a liberated Africa where all the citizens of Africa will have access to what is basic for human living, such as access to clean water, health care, education, shelter, clothing, etc. That uh, dream became my commitment. And I think that at the sunset of my life, uh, what I would ask, uh, together with colleagues that have been in the struggle with, like Chris Sani and others, that we see to it that we fulfill these dreams. And talking to young people across our continent, they are actually hopeful that these dreams can be realized. Let's dare not fail our children and our children's children. Bishop, many thanks. Keep up the good work. Keep going strong. And wishing you great health and lots of happiness and, uh, you know, seeing your dream come to fruition. Thank you ever so much for joining us. That's uh, Archbishop uh, Emeritus Ndungundungani uh, there. Just came back here from uh, uh, New York. It's 13 minutes to 9 on South Africa's news and information data now.